0: All right, everybody, grab your magnifying glasses, put on your bifocals. We're looking at the fine prints of Christmas and of following Jesus. Can you read that? I can't. Zoom in. Zoom in. Zoom in. There we go. All right. Yeah, we're looking at the little stuff, the stuff that gets between the cracks, the stuff that we don't think about. When it comes to uh, the Christmas story and following Jesus, which is kind of the same thing. It's it's Amen Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus and in the holly jolly spirit, I do hope. Uh, my name is Ben. I thank you for listening. Make sure you share this podcast um, so we can get those listenerships up. Not because I'm making any money off of this. I'm really not. But this is for in, your encouragement, your betterment, so that, again, you can... Be close to God and act like Jesus. That's the goal. Um, And we've been talking about the Christmas fine print. I was, if you didn't catch my sermon, I was talking about how in the movie The Santa Claus, uh, there is a little bit of fine print that uh, Mr. Tim Allen, or I don't remember what his name was in the movie, but uh, he, Scott Calvin, that's what it was because it was Santa Claus. Wow. It's amazing the things I remember. Uh, Anyway. In that movie, you know, he puts on the Santa Claus suit and he doesn't read the fine print where, hey, you're Santa now. Congratulations. And he's like, wait, what? And so I've, I was telling my church Sunday, that's kind of how the Christian life is. Like take, for instance, Mary and Joseph, like the angel uh, of the Lord came in and, and made an appearance to first Mary and then Joseph and, you know, made their demands or, or gave them an opportunity and told them what God was about to do. Um but they didn't necessarily get into the fine print. Like if you read Matthew one, if you read Luke two and everything like that, you don't get a chance to the angels didn't say, now listen, uh, Mary with you, you getting pregnant by the Holy spirit. That means that your reputation is going to be shot and you can't have the wedding of your dreams. And, and Joseph, your boys are, I mean, can can you imagine Joseph going? I mean, he was a laborer. He was a, a, a carpenter. Imagine him going on a job site and they're like, Hey buddy, how's uh <clears throat> how's Mary doing with yeah, with that child that's that's not yours but it's the Holy Spirit's, right? Mhm. Yeah. Um it doesn't really add up sometimes. Like to you and I that's not logical. But what we figured out is that following Jesus isn't always logical to us. Right? Like it's following Jesus is never stupid. It's never unwise or illogical, but there are times where logic just doesn't do it i've had lots of conversations with people uh, who want to believe but they can't quite get fit jesus or god or good and evil or eternity or whatever they the hang-up that they have with with the bible or with the christian life they can't seem to fit it in their logic box and I, I I've had my moments where I, I struggled with that too, but then God helped me to realize that he doesn't need my logic box. He is far above and beyond that. In fact, it's, I believe it's Isaiah 55 that I quoted on Sunday that says, look, his thoughts are more than our thoughts. His ways are much higher than our ways. Why would we put our logic on God? And that's not the only spot that, that says that. In fact, the verses I want to look at this morning uh, was Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 8. And again, this is the book of wisdom, the book of, of you know, for those brainy folks that like to have good decision making and, and all that stuff. This is what Proverbs says it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. One more time for the people in the back. Do not depend on your own understanding. Verse 6 says, seek his will in all that you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed by your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil, and then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. You see, the fine print of the Christian life, the the fine print, of, of obeying God through his son, Jesus, which is what Mary and Joseph decided to do and it, what began the Christmas story that we read every year uh, is that the part of that is you are not in control anymore. Mary and Joseph, that would have not been their plan for how to start their family or probably for how to save the world, right? Like you and I are going, why would God decide to save the world through his son, Jesus, this way? I don't know. That's God's logic. That's far beyond me right? And when you are a Christian, when you get saved for reals, right? You um, you make him your savior and your Lord. And so that doesn't mean that you have like a God coin that you can play and you can bling and power up like a Mario or a Sonic, right? That you, you can make your plan happen. We have to submit ourselves, like I was talking about yesterday, submitting our schedules to him. We have to submit our logic to him as well. So, on the one hand, God has given us logic, and I don't want you to uh, be afraid to think deeply because here's the thing. I don't believe our brains have even begun to explore the logic that God has revealed to us, right? Like, I think that we God is not afraid of our doubt. He's not afraid of our uh, deep thinking and questioning. And so, you know, if you have a question for God, ask him, right, in prayer. You can, God's not afraid of that uh, because God has given logic to us like a framework uh, for us to try to understand the world, um, but sometimes God isn't logical according to us, right? Like, for instance, logic can be used to defend the Christian faith. Good example. You ever want to, you know, debate somebody? Not necessarily giving you ammunition, but I want you to be as uh, First or Second Peter three fifteen says: always be prepared uh, to have an answer for why for this hope that you have. So, it, if someone's going, you know, the Bible is just made up. This is, this is where it's not logical for especially the New Testament to be made up, right? Because why would the, the authors of the New Testament make this stuff up? They had everything to lose, and they lost it. Paul, Peter, John, all the disciples ended up dying tragically, giving up everything that they had, all based around the fact that People would say, stop saying Jesus was resurrected. Stop saying Jesus is Lord. There's no logical reason for them to die for something that wasn't absolutely true. So logically speaking, the Bible is true. Now, but that truth that they're talking about was that Jesus was crucified. He died and he rose again from the dead. It's not exactly logical. So don't be afraid of logic on one hand, but then realize that sometimes God likes to work outside of that, and we have to submit ourselves to and be humble enough to realize that. I remember um, just a personal anecdote there because I remember back in my younger days when I was, uh, you know, first getting out there in the world, and I was really trying to uh, to to follow God and try to hear from Him, and it wasn't really logical for me to take the path that I've taken. There was dream jobs that were offered to me. There was other uh, ways that, that logically the world, it made more sense. Even even in my other arenas, in, in radio, in, in the DJ business, I had other opportunities that were more logical, and yet God guided me elsewhere. And even if it's like, well, and a lot of people go, well, yeah, but you, you wanted to preach, so you took the path preaching. No, I didn't take the logical path preaching. Yeah, I, I had a family member say, "If you'll go to seminary, if you'll go to school and get your your you know preacher degree, whatever degree you want uh, in that realm, I'll pay for it." I said, "Thank you," but that's not where God's leading me. I don't think that's gonna be a help to my where God's leading me. It wasn't logical, but yet that's where God led me. And uh, and so if you want to if you want to figure out what's what is God's logic and what is not. Here's what you have to make sure you remember. And this is the two, kind of the big thing I want you to get out of this. God's logic, while it may not make sense to you, it will never contradict his word. It will never go against the Bible. So if you're hearing and feeling led to do something that the Bible clearly says don't do or, or do this and, and your feeling is saying no, God's not going to contradict himself. And it will always be for His glory. It will always be done in love, and it will always be done so that He looks good, so that He gets glory, because uh, that's how it should be. That's what it means. For that's that's the logic that God entertains. That's the logic that God and and all this other stuff. We'll just leave for one day in eternity. We'll we'll figure this out. You know, like if you are the main arbiter of logic, what does that make you? That makes you God. How arrogant is it for us to say, well, I don't understand this, God, so must not be true. Let's not be like that. Don't be that guy. Be humble and do what Proverbs 3 tells us to do. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Go where he guides you. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. And did you notice what the results of all that was? You will have healing for your body and strength body. For your bones that's what i want for you it's amen brother ben for today amen com. if you need anything and uh share this podcast do that please back tomorrow talking more about the fine print of following jesus